Welcome back to BushidoCast and we're here to talk about the experiences that two of the team members have had when they went to the tournament called Stubborn Earth. Um, we talked about this last time and they were pretty interesting, pretty uh, pretty irritating lists, <laughs> both, both went for uh, control, <laughs> control style lists. Um, so yeah, really interested to see how that went, how the tournament went in general and uh, just uh, interested to hear all the fun you had. Um, so yeah, w- welcome Craig and Gav. Yeah, hi Dan. Hi, hi listeners. Um, <laughs> nice to be here. Um, so we did talk a lot about the list last time, um, but uh, do you just want to give a quick recap on the list that you took, and uh, just so that people who listen to this uh, potentially uh, on their own they got an idea of what 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 your army was. Yeah. So um, I brought a uh, Rokan Bastions of the Mountain list. So nine models, peasants, um, folks at double buffalo in there, which everybody hated. I, I thought they were kind of, kind of, you know, broken going into the tournament, and I think that's what all my opponents complained about, like in in the nicest possible way. But you know, they they were very very difficult to deal with. <laughs> um, obviously, a load of traps. Um, and other stuff to taste. So yeah, it's the, the the main thing is the double buffalo, the nine models. So you know, lots of lots of activations there and the traps. I, I did notice that quite a few of the list were more around the sort of six model mark for most of the uh, most of the other armies in the tournament. Um, yeah, which is a bit smaller than I normally play. But um, there were a couple. I mean, the um, there was a ninja list that was four models. Um, the how many was the Minamoto? Was that five? Yeah, Minamoto was five. I think um, there was a few more in the, in the ninja list because they had, had yeah, yeah five. Sooner, so five? yeah, I think um, he was on five. Yeah, but I think, I think about five, six was yeah. about. Uh, there was actually five. About yeah, average. there was five. Yeah, but yeah, good yeah. variety across yeah. all the lists. Certainly, um, a couple couple of exceptions, but yeah, yeah. definitely. I think uh, almost every faction in Bushido was represented. I don't know if there was duplication actually. And yeah, so that's was, pretty good. It was, shows um, you that there's no one obvious way to win. I think. I think yeah. uh, there were. I think uh, was it uh, Savage Wave was, weren't there? Ure and um, uh, Silver Moon had duplicates, but all still quite different list. Okay. Yeah, you you were the okay. only jungle player. Craig, Not too right? bad though. Yeah, yeah. And I was the only Rokan player. Yeah. So as I have kind of detailed before it was largely based around Raijin, um and then a bunch of support kind of characters and cast around that um largely into debuffing and um and kind of uh control um mechanics um so yeah i had things like achinaga tanaga temo the water kami um a couple of kahanin and uh and and asami so, uh, yeah, it was a sort of a fairly, fairly decent sized list. Uh, probably had a few more numbers than most of the list there. Um, but considering I've got Rage and, uh, as well, that's pr- pretty good going. I think that just shows that Junk can still field a decent number of bodies on the table, even when you start to take the more expensive stuff, uh, which is good. Um, 
So uh, yeah, I think I think maybe going forward I might play around with that. But yeah, it was interesting to see uh, the the range of uh, warbands in terms of just the number of models people were fielding. And uh, I suppose I didn't necessarily expect to be at the higher end, but there there were you know that's what happened. I guess Gab being my reference point kind of skewed things a bit. <laughs> Should we tell the listeners where we where we finished? Yeah, yeah. Was that a surprise? <laughs> it shouldn't be as surprised. I think it's been... uh, well. Why do you why do you build up to it? Let's okay. go through your games. Uh, so, let's yeah, do let's... like one game each at a time. Okay, it's a strong build, isn't it? Um, the URA one. And, yeah, uh, definitely. I don't. I don't think it's that common. I just think it, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a competitive build. Um, obviously, it did well in the previous tournament as well, and we've we played with it, and it does feel pretty good. But I guess the the movement free on the witches really um really uh is, is is a drag when you've got snare around yeah so yeah, yeah snare and one, one of the traps and i can't remember that that's the movement test was was stopping them and then Yu-Gi-Oh, i think is is just one key so i was able to use the uh the animal trap on him so it's like you know roll, oh, yeah. roll a six on one die so you're not moving so yeah, that's I, pretty I kept, good i kept like three models on the baseline for two turns yeah was, uh, yeah i can useful. imagine <laughs> And even if even if they did get close, yet, yeah, does does snare come into play much? Or um, I don't think it did because by 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 the time they started, no, it did. There were one or two snares that came off, I think, but they didn't have a massive impact on the game by that point. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's good to have. It's a little backstop. Uh, was there anything that gave you any trouble, or was it just quite easy to control? That's um, that list. I think in in that game, so I was obviously like doing well on the zone control because um, he couldn't challenge for the zones. Uh, and when we got to turn three, he didn't have much left. Um, I think he was down to like two models, and I'd lost a monkey maybe. Um, so if if it had gone on to like you know five turns, then he probably would have been tabled. Um, yeah. Okay. Just uh, so there wasn't uh, there was there was nothing really in that in that list, but I don't I don't think he made any massive mistakes apart from potentially overcommitting Rokuro, um, and and getting him killed a bit too easily. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it was just me stopping him from playing really. So it must have been a frustrating game for him, honestly. And I did I did feel <laughs> a bit a bit rubbish about that. You know, that's game one. But um, hey, totally. I guess that's always the. The thing, yeah, with your 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 list is very obviously there to control stuff, and it's interesting because that that is a quite I always consider anyway the Uta to be quite a powerful list, but they do have weaknesses with their they're slow and um I get stuff like that you can control them if you've got the right traps and and makes it quite hard for them to move. I, I was quite impressed by how you took out the skeletons actually. They're they're actually quite um robust normally, quite difficult to deal with, but that just having that tile list, I guess, makes quite a world of difference. Absolutely, yeah. And um, and I think you know, you you get into then this kind of this meta game of um, delaying your activations on your buffaloes, and and their your opponent can kind of see what you're doing. It's like I they they don't want to be activating their skeletons to attack the buffaloes because they know that I'm going to do a point of damage, and then I'm still going to have yeah. two activations left. So it's like it just it overcomes that durable really nicely. Um, yeah, as long as, as it's and, interesting, and the, list, 
the list has so many synergies in terms of like it's it's got loads of models right so i'm going to act out activate and be able to benefit from that strategy yeah so, um, yeah that, uh, that is interesting it's another way to deal with those durable models yeah um, and it, i mean it came up a, a, a few times i mean that's what the buffaloes are so good at um so even if you're not hitting durable just just waiting going defensive for the first couple of activations when they're hitting you and then just waiting and then once they're exhausted then you've got another two activations to hit them and be a bit more aggressive um so uh, uh, what, you, what you know, were you using your virtue tokens for um yeah what, what were you using your virtue tokens generally from the buffalo um what, what benefit um, were you going with so usually um they would be taking tough one um and that's yep. the joy of that's the joy of virtue tokens right is that they're so that they're instant instant like you know you can you have to commit to anything so it's like all right i mean i mean like the situation i just described you want to be taking a, a you know a couple of combats to tire them out first before you hit make sure you've popped the plus one toughness on so they're tough two um you can afford to maybe you know put rather than go all out attack or two and you know um you, you you can be a little bit more defensive put put a dice in attack um and then almost guarantee they're not going to take any damage with the tough two mm. yeah um, that's, it definitely makes them very tough i mean you you make that decision based on like you know how much health have they got left how tough is the opponent you know um they're just they're just beautifully flexible they've got such a massive toolkit you know um, but I wasn't always, you know, there's, there's no kind of like, I'm always putting tough on the buffalo. Like sometimes you, and, and what I was finding that um, at a lot of points in the games that I'd handed out virtue tokens to everybody that could have one pretty much. And, oh, right, and, okay, yeah. and so, you know, you only use the virtue when you need it. I was fine. Well, I'm not actually needing it. So you kind of, oh, I, I might as yeah. well just block tough one because, um, because it's there. But uh yeah, it's a nice, nice bonus, certainly. Okay, cool. Uh, Craig, what? How was your first game? Yeah, um, it was, oh, it's a really, really good uh, game actually. So it, it was a uh, free zones in the middle, as I mentioned, the sort of one of the basic scenarios. So it was a, a nice, easy one to start with. Um, really nice opposition, uh, very friendly. Uh, was running the silver moon list had uh, like. Uh, strategic deployment uh, option so could choose the list they wanted it looked like they kind of had a sort of um, a zone list with some buto in and then a kind of more uh Jixi list with uh, some roses in so i think he, he went for where well, he went for the one with the with buto in um and um it was it was good um like uh, it really came down to kind of who could get in the zones first and I managed to just sneak into the left one. He got the middle one with the buto, and then I just had enough models to fill out the 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 final one. Uh, but we unfortunately did not get as far into the game as I as I would have liked. So it was kind of yeah, it could have could have still gone either way. So that that was partially because I think we were both just chatting a bit too much and um, in a good way. But um, we were fairly you know bit, probably a bit bit relaxed if you like it because it was the first game and everything so it was kind of good to ease into things uh but yeah it was still still good um got a good feel for the list and the army uh the warbands that were playing um 
and uh, yeah, just um, managed to sneak a win in, I would say. I uh, would have liked to have seen how the later turns would have gone, though. Um, and I, I think that's probably a theme. Uh, it felt like quite a few people weren't quite getting through their games. And um, uh, we were by no no means the worst uh, in that sense. But um, I think we were getting quicker as the day went on. So I seemed to get like a little bit further every game. So that's good. Uh, but for a lot of people, it was first tournament, ourselves included, uh, in Bushido. So... Uh, yeah, it was um, it was a bit of a, uh, a, a sort of you know a, it was a welcoming atmosphere. I think everyone was sort of you know giving everyone a bit of leeway on that side, so that was that was nice to see. Um, so yeah, so good good kind of um, entry point, I would say, into the tournament scene. Um, you know, not that there's too many tournaments going on right now because of the situation, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a fun game. Um, and uh, what what turn did you get up to then? I think we I think we might have just tipped into the fourth turn. I'm trying to think now okay. whether we made okay. it that far, but we we certainly didn't quite get as far as we wanted to. Um, Gav, how did you how far did you get in your first game? Yeah, turn three, so yeah, I got to. I think it was turn three. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's probably worth worth just just discussing that a little bit because <clears throat> I. I, I haven't played a lot of games kind of recently going into the tournament. And so I was kind of, you know, we, I would, I certainly wasn't playing slow or I, I think we were both taking equal amounts of time for our turns. It certainly didn't feel as though yeah. that peasant list was slower to, to use or to work with. Cause I was, you know, knew what I was doing with it. Um, but yeah, so I was quite surprised that it's like they called time and I'd only got to, to turn three. Um, and, but so, after that game, you know, having got the win and kind of, you know, you think, oh, right, okay, that was that was quite a surprise. So, um, is is that going to be likely? Because I I was thinking about the the, <clears throat> the scenarios and how the first one was was just simple zones, and was quite easy to manage. But the next next couple were much more complicated, and so I was like, oh, is that going to slow me down and my thinking and my decision making and and how many turns are we then going to get to? And then. <clears throat> You've got to think about the scoring turns and when they're going to take place. So, is there going to be this whole kind of meta game in terms of um, the, the 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 turn that you're expecting to kind of finish on and, and when you decide to turn an idle or not or whatever? Um, and I think that did very much come into play in my next couple of games. Like, um, if you if you knew that you had had infinite time and you would be finishing the game, I would have made a couple of different decisions to like you know score more in different turns but it's like you know there's only 15 minutes left you know that you're only going to get one other turn each so you kind of you, you aim to score in that turn or protect your lead or whatever so there is a whole timing like decision tree that's layered over the top of it that kind of wouldn't necessarily apply if you were using clocks and you knew that you would get to play all turns if that makes yeah. sense so the, the grand masters it is going to be yeah uh, death clocks they call them so chess clocks basically uh and uh i think that's probably a good thing because if you if everyone knows what the deal is um it's it, it's it's going to probably reduce the amount of small talk and getting to know people which is a bit of a shame because i think that's almost more important i, th- than I, the I think that is for, one of the big shames particularly when it 
particularly with, uh, when it's a lot of people's first Bushido tournaments, it's a real difficult balance because I've had a similar it's, thing. It's I different went, if I went it's, to a I, get, I totally ago. get though for, yeah, but for Masters, I think you can probably justify that you're, you know. Yeah, I, I guess that's well, more of a, sorry, go um, in In this uh, Stubborn Earth tournament, the, um, because it was a lot of, you know, people quite inexperienced and stuff, you know, before every game, there was a good chunk of time where it was like, okay, well, you're explaining your list to me and I'm yeah, explaining yeah. my list to you. And, um, you know, that was useful to me because I, I think it was only my second game where I played something similar. So I kind of knew what to expect. My first and my third game, it's like, I have no idea what your stuff does. Yeah. People um, were quite good yeah. like that, actually. They but did, then they I, did take I found time, that with yeah. my opponents as well. They didn't really know what my stuff did, so I needed to yeah. explain it, right? So I think in the Grandmasters there yeah. won't be that pre-game like you'd be expected to kind of you know pick it up. And you'd, yeah, the cards will be out and you'll just get get on with it kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, there is a little bit of leeway in time for deployment and stuff like that, but yeah, I think you've got to really be strict for your time. And I mean, so it'll be a, how, different, how it's a, deploying, it's a different constraint. How did you find deploying terrain? Did, was that something that oh, took really a easy. fair bit of time, or was it pretty no, quick? Really, no, quick. it was pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean that's, that's part of my game that I'd need to think more about and and kind of prep for a bit more. And I did feel by by the third mm. game I was kind of had a better idea of what I wanted to put where. Um, yeah, I, I think for yeah, both of our lists, terrain's quite important. And I, I mean, if I was went took Tengu, I'd be really really interested. In that's part of the game because um, that's why I can make the most out of my um, ability to cloud. It, it is important, but. Um, I don't know how you could take too long over it because you know you, you can That's measure right, stuff then. out, but I, I, I think um, you've got to kind of roll with what's there. But you can have a bit of an idea ahead of the game. Yeah, I think I mentioned before. I certainly worked out kind of if I'm going to um, do a tsunami, I don't want people getting snagged on um, passable terrain. So I, I've got to think about that ahead of the game, um, or you know, in in that phase. So. Uh, there's 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 some little nuances and especially if you're got camo and stuff you want to be thinking about you know where's this model going to end up but um i, I think you're right to raise it though because it was one of the things i was a bit concerned by you know because you're meant to do it in five minutes and i just thought is that going to be doable but i didn't have any issue with that i went very quickly yeah okay cool the terrain is 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 clear so you're not kind of discussing like you know is this yeah. is this like impassable see, or, yeah. Not, or yeah yeah as long as that's not the case and, and you cut and you know what the terrain placement rules are so you're not kind of oh has it got to be three is it, is it two inches away or you know whatever as long as you're going into it and you know the rules you know the terrain is clear then yeah it's it's not not hugely time consuming okay so cool. um yeah are we on to game two game two Round, round game two, yeah. So my game two, I played against um, Silvermoon. Uh, it was themeless. Okay. I'm not on it. Craig, you're the Silvermoon expert. It was themeless, but I think somebody said in the Discord that it could have had a theme. I think it was, yeah, I think there was a bit of debate around if it would fit into the theme or not. I think the conclusion is it probably could have, um, but, it, but it, I don't think it had a theme. Right. I think it was something right. to do with the silverback, um, which can go in themes, but it's um, it's it's allowed in if 
the animal handler is loud in the theme yeah. effectively. So yeah, anyway, it didn't it didn't have a theme. I'm not sure how much of an impact that had, but basically the list had uh, Malosi, the Buto, Yokozuna, Akashi, the other Buto, um, Buto boss, uh, Kada, the um, what you call it, the kind of demon mask guy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Sokabuki performer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hanoko, uh, the animal handler, Was- Wasapu, a pit dog, and two silverbacks. Okay. Um, and uh, inside information, just one copy of that. Um, like a reasonable it was person a... would. <laughs> Craig, Craig loves that car too much. <laughs> it's a, it's a so the, the, the mission, I think, was um, there was definitely a Vim involved. Um, I chose, so it was the, a nominated Vim. I chose Hanoko for mine, the animal handler, and he chose, uh, my opponent chose. Um, Asuka, I think Ahsoka, the um, the healer, so the cheap, crappy um, healer peasant, uh, peasant. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other uh, mission bit, Craig, on that? Yeah, so it's um, Muzu so it's Kashi. And... It was um, it was quite, it's quite a complicated one, um, which is good to see advanced scenarios being used. So you had, as you said, nominated Vim, which is kind of tricky, and it's whoever's um, film is closest to the uh, opposition table edge at the end of the game. Um, you had uh, six... So the opponent is literally trying to pick the worst model for you and you're trying to do the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, you got the six to circle um, uh, scenario objectives, so six of them, um, two friendly, yeah. two neutral, two enemy. Um, it's... Uh, it. You have to... Um, do a uh, scenario action to turn them effectively, so kind of like idols, um, and then you can prey on them. So you score based on how many um, are are on your side, I think, and then you worked out who had the most from the preying, and then you worked out the vim. So it was kind of like three scenarios in one. Um, so it was, I think, slightly less about the scenario of this and more about the kind of the, the fight. So the, the gorillas were, there, so they got an extra activation from um, the handler. Um, the traps were keeping a couple of months. So Kaida and Hanoko were kept on the baseline um, for at least the first turn. Um Gorillas, I think, killed a couple of models, but I managed to counter-punch them both with, I think, Buffalo killed one of them. Um, Ashinaga Tanaga, I think, killed another with um, Harpoon. And then the gorilla set off after my Vim, who was kind of running off down the side of the the table um, and left the gorilla's ass exposed. So easy to finish off with Ashinaga. So that was on one flank of the table, so I kind of held the flank and still had some quite powerful models sitting there. Um, I think a buffalo prayed at some point to score a scenario point. Um, and right at the end of the game, I mean, Hanoka was... So his Vim was nowhere near the baseline, and I kind of had her cornered and was no problem. On the other side of the table, um, it was a bit of a Buto um, buffalo off. Uh, so I was slowing them down with traps and snares and um, getting in the way with other models. Essentially, I think they just got they got engaged, they got tired, 
and I got some really good hits in with I think some sort of good dice selection. I think there were there were, and you know just decent decent dice rolls, good use of virtues, um, and I think we got to turn four, um, but he was almost tabled at that point, um, and I had quite a lot of stuff left, so it was like yeah, you know I can. Um, both of our vims were dead, so that didn't factor in. It was just about them preying on the idols, um, and he had nothing to stop me from, you know, just just doing whatever I wanted to. Like as the game rolled on from there, so uh, yeah, it's like you know the the, the combat heavy peasants just smash all before them, right? Um, so yeah, that was a that was Classic. a second win. And it's what they're known for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the you know, I know, you know, Craig talks about debuffs and stuff. It's like you know, I I, I like the um, you know, just just attacking exhausted models with with fully fresh stuff that you know is tough enough to be able to put lots of dice in attack and you know has extra strength and it, it does the damage, mm. right? So uh, yeah, no, that sounds that sounds like a really. Uh good game for you and and uh it's a couple of interesting things from my perspective that did you f- um there's a lot of talk uh at least on, at least on the discord about the two gorillas being very good um mm-hmm. I, I must admit I've, I've faced two gorillas before and i i actually i think aggressive is such a disadvantage i don't rate it myself and what, what it sounded like quite similar results to you that the that aggressive is such a massive disadvantage yeah, I mean they're certainly they're they're certainly powerful. Like, um, you know, they yeah, did, they're good between the two. They were, I think, two or three of my peasants. They they went into and you know they were chucking them around, but also doing quite a lot of damage. You know, it was either kind of I'm just going to take you out in one hit, or I've got a better option to throw you into somebody else and double prone you. I mean, my list because it's high model counts. Like, okay, you've proned two models. They're only there to distract you and strip your activations anyway. So you know less less impact as it would be prone in samurai or ryujin or whatever yeah true um, true I, I guess it does depend on the target i, I, I think right. they seem fairly reasonable for the price i think they like yeah um, well but this is where they, you get into like the buffalo okay so buffalo's like 14 and they're 10 so you know mm. 40 40 percent more but the, the the buffalo is so many leagues better than gorilla so mm, you know, I don't yeah. play silver moon. I play Rokan, So I kind of I can't see ever spending the ten points on a gorilla when you can take a buffalo. The other one that I uh, always struggle with is uh, Wasupu, the guy with the crossbow. If I've yeah. said his name correctly, um, how did you find him? Was he? So it didn't I sound think, like you mentioned him. Yeah, I think my opponent misplayed him mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. He um he didn't. So he, he could have had a shot on a buffalo. Um and and done a good chunk of damage, but then at the same time, you know, you can the buffalo could have popped tough plus one, so it would have had tough two. I don't know if Wasupu's got um pierce. Uh, I think so. He's not got sharp. No, he's got. He, yeah. I think he can get pierce, but not sharp. Yeah. Um. And, 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 yeah, so he, he could have had a shot and I was surprised he didn't take it because I think it would have, would have been his best. I mean, because I knew that if he didn't take the shot, then I, I was like next turn, as long as I won the um, priority, I was getting a charge in on, on, on Masupu easily with like, you know, an undamaged yeah. buffalo. And he, I think he took him out in a, <laughs> in a single charge, right? 
Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine that going well for him. No, it didn't. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I think I was, I was surprised that he didn't at least have a have a go at, at stripping some damage off. It, it was certainly a more. Um, uh, I didn't feel bad about the matchup in that game. I think he he had more more of a chance to you know you know maybe if we both played differently it could have been a different result but you know I was I, was, I felt like I had to work harder and concentrate more and make more right decisions rather than just relying on the on the fact that my list was um you know really really strong um okay yeah, that makes still. sense so second second win um, of the day which I was very surprised by so did you find the mission did you enjoy the complexity of it or did you I must admit, with such a tight time limit and newer players coming to the event, it did strike me as a bit of a surprise to have more complicated missions. Um, I, I know Craig appreciated them, but um, yeah, know, do you I, think that I, was? I really liked them. Um, I, I thought in that okay. in that second game, it didn't. I, know, I, did, I didn't feel massively mentally taxed by it. It, it seemed like. It, it was easy enough to play the mission and understand what you're trying to do and work out. I'll, I'll get to my third game in, in a bit, but I, f- I found that much more of a struggle with working out the different like scenario points and how turning an idol affects different things. Cause I was, yeah. It was, and that could have been, it was the last game of the day and I was absolutely knackered. But um, I think, you know, complexity is good until it, until it causes a puzzle that is like, oh, like 10, 10 different layers that you're trying to, you know, a very complicated <laughs> yeah, equation yeah. that you're trying to solve. So, Craig, you, your second game, how did that go? Uh, yeah, one more thing about uh, that scenario is um, it's variable term length. So uh, you you start rolling to see if the game continues uh, from turn five. And... Um, you score on turn three, five, and the last turn of the game. So I think we didn't quite get to the end of turn five, which is a bit of a shame. So we ended the game there, but we could still we still counted Vims because that is uh, that is the the last turn of the game. So do you wonder whether we? Mm, I quite, think that's right, but that, it I is think. probably something that yeah. I mean, I think it was the right thing to do anyway because just on the simple basis of. It wasn't really clear at that point um, who was going to get more um, praying done, and yeah, uh, that would yeah, and, and potentially longer. I, I lost my vim. Uh, I I might have been able to get their vim. It, it, it's uh, it was against ninjas, um, five ninja list, and um, uh, yeah, it was it, it it had ghost in. I made him the vim just to stop him being able to leave the table. Um, and I also put death sentence on him to try and um, try and help me kill him. Um, and I did get one shot at him. I think Rage and had one good shot at him, but really fluffed his dice, which was a bit of a shame <laughs> because another day he could he might have he might have um, actually take taken him out, but um, it wasn't to be. Um, he he also had uh, Rin, who is the it's sort of a combat monster kind of one. Uh, with one of the ones with Talis and pretty pretty good at fighting. Um, Kohai, which was sort of more a ranged ninja, and Hertzuna, the Bakumaru ninja, who's good at getting to scenario objectives in the back line, and Yuto. I actually really rate Yuto. 
Um, he's like your basically he's like a support ninja. Um, so he gives tactician. He can prone stuff. He can he can do a lot of useful stuff actually. So I really really rate him actually after seeing him in action. Um, and he had one of the themes where he can kind of choose um, some um, equipment. So I think he kind of saw that I could do a lot of um, prone in. So he went for um, the the upgrade that basically means they um, they're they're immune prone. And uh, that was a good good shout oh, on his behalf. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I think you could have two of those, and uh, that that really helped helped out um, his his side. And uh, yeah, I think it was a good game because uh, I've I've I think we were saying before I would like to play more against ninjas. I've had fairly limited. It's still quite theoretical. I feel against them. I've only had so many games, and. Um, it's like something we've dabbled with basically. So it was really good to see how they actually are. And um, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, it was, it still felt like a pretty tight game. Uh, ended in the draw, which kind of felt fair. Um, at least, at least I thought it did. Um, and uh, it, yeah, it, like I said, we kind of got through most of the game, but didn't quite get to that third point. We didn't quite make it that far, but we got through a fair chunk of the game um See, really nice. it's, that's actually an interesting point about the tournament it sounds like obviously there's a bit of a timing problem um which is not uncommon at tournaments and there's normally a couple of different ways that people get past that that you they can talk through the rest of the game is quite common i, I think that may that, yeah. be harder with bushido, hard with bushido. I, I, well, yeah because that's the one thing you should um on tournaments i've been to the promote a certain way of doing it because um other people that talk it out may score more points than you did um trying to make it so people can't game the system's the hardest thing but uh, um i'm not saying anyone will try to but you know if, if there's set rules you know you don't want to encourage slow playing for an, in any way you know things like that um and it, it can be difficult talking through things if the opponent's got a different opinion to what you have on what's going to happen so it's it's a hard one to um, to get right basically, but it's it's probably something that you, it's not a bad thing to have a consistent approach, I suppose, in a tournament. But it's it's only a small point I've just found interesting compared to other events I've been to. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, we were just playing playing where you get to because that's that's kind of yeah that that was yeah. the, I guess that's that's kind of you can, you can only score what, what you've done and there weren't death clocks so. It was entirely fair. Yeah. Like, it, I don't think anyone was... Um, I, I certainly didn't see any uh, examples of slow playing. Oh, like, no, I, I don't think anyone don't think anyone was no, strategically no, no. trying to use time. I think, I think honestly, people were just really rusty and wanted to talk a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that's not a bad thing because like, it's, it's a social event at the same time. And that's why it's so difficult. Like, I, I'd actually... Yeah, I guess I, I to, I'd rather miss a couple of turns but have a good laugh for my opponent to be honest um whether they want to or not i don't know but you know have a good shut up you idiot i want to play the game <laughs> yeah exactly you move your model why at are you, you laughing at you? <laughs> yeah. but, anyway, yeah. every game i played that day was, was great fun and i yeah. i walked away feeling feeling fantastic about like how how great my opponents had been all of yeah. them was yeah, it was cracking down. Cool. Yeah. Really great atmosphere, you know. Awesome. Felt good. 
I, and but that's so, me. You know, I was the, I was the one wielding the filthy trap ridden peasant list. So my opponents probably yeah. thought the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there'll probably be like a whole load of uh, discussion going on on the Discord of <laughs> this guy was all these traps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's that's, yeah. that's kind of what um, they're known for. You know, that's that's the villagers kind of thing. Um, I did I did hear on because so, the, there was a little bit of discussion on the Discord and. Um, uh, I think it was Master Enos mentioned that they're looking at um, some more profiles for the Bastions list in the in the Buffalo price range in the fourteen sort of oh, yeah. price like sort of support models and stuff. To maybe, um, but I, I'm expecting that that'll be they'll release them and they'll that'll be like sweetening the deal for nerfing the Buffalo. <laughs> so there'll, be, <laughs> there'll be some other options, but they would need to make Buffalo less of an auto include. I can't see yeah. them adding other buffaloes that are the same, or other models, other profiles that are the same power level as buffaloes, without yeah. preventing you from kind of spamming all of them. You know, it's all about context, though, isn't it? it like, it is. If yeah. you put them in another list, they would be, you know, too much. But I think in that oh, ecosystem, the, the it's, need it's kind them. of makes sense. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't run a peasant list without them uh, at this point. Yeah, so maybe there'll be something that's equally. Um, and I, I, I don't think the peasants are the, um, the, the absolute top tier, like, you know, Uber list that needs to be nerfed into the ground. So, um, yeah, maybe Buffalo are about right. You know, they're a, mm. they're a counter for stuff like skeletons. Mm. Who, who knows? Cause, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, they are good, but yeah, I don't know if they're too good, you know, what's the, you know, probably maybe a couple of points more. Um, it's the traps that actually I find more frustrating, but, but you know, that's anyway, that's a, it's a whole package. So, yeah. I, we should probably say, I think we kept being almost mashed up to each other, but I think they kind of helped, uh, helped kind of with that. Um, so I don't at know. the end of game two though, you were on, um, a win and a draw. Win and a draw. Yeah. And you get quite a lot of points in Bushido for a one, one draw. So mm. if you, which is nice because there's been plenty of games I've played where you draw, you get very little. Uh, so it's all about big wins. But actually, a respectable draw um, does actually score quite well. I think it's only one point between a 2-1 and a 1-1. So it's not a massive difference. But obviously, if you want to get to the top, you need to keep winning. But I was pretty pleased anyway just to, just to kind of um, get a... Uh, you know, a decent score from a draw. It just felt so that, like a cheese sank from it. Yeah, that nasty ninja list, that horribly broken, awful ninja list that held you to a draw. That's what I faced in the next round. Uh, so my game three, I played. I played that ninja. Interesting. List. And um, yeah, so, so I was a similar place to create. So I've I've got all the ninja like all painted up and ready to go, but I've only ever played one game with them. Um, and I think with that little sort of limited experience, it's like nin- Ninja, one of those lists, you, you really just need to experience them a few times to kind of really get your head around them and kind of know what they're doing and, and get that level of unconscious competence with them. So I think with Ninja, I'm kind of, I'm consciously incompetent is where I am <laughs> with Ninja. Um, I don't think the list was that bad, actually. I think it was quite a... I think yeah, it's no, quite no, a, it wasn't. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this, my game nice three, it was, it was my my most fun game of the day. Um, guy was, you know, great, great fun to play against. Really good sport. Um, 
knew what he was doing. I think you know played played well, um, and yeah, it was it was the the closest game of the day. So I, I might as well say I, I got a draw in the final game, and it was close, and it was kind of down down to the wire. Um, we didn't finish, so th- this was the game where I think I I made a mistake on like the sort of the third scoring turn where I kind of thought, yeah, we're not, we're not going to go any further forward than this. So I'll kind of, I'll, I'll turn this idle to make sure that I've kind of got it. Um, and uh, yeah, put myself in a position where I really struggled in the next couple of turns because we were playing quite quick. So we got, got through them. I really struggled to stop him from uh, turning my kind of win into a draw sort of thing. So it was like, I was okay. doing really well. Yeah. And I think I kind of made a bit of a mis- a mis- bit of a miscalculation based on turning, turning an idol the wrong way. Um, we, we should probably cover the scenario. Yeah. Um, so the scenario is basically, yeah. it, it was kind of complicated. So it's like, you can, you could, the, the first turn of scoring was based on turning the idols um, to, to, to face you, to, to be yours that you owned. There were, so there are two zones, um, large zones with idols in. So imagine the three idol scenarios. You've got those three idols. And the two idols on either side have a zone around them. Um, one zone is yours and one is your opponent's. And the central central idol is neutral. No, they're all neutral to start they're with. All, they're all neutral. Right? Yeah. So the, the first scoring point was based on idol turning. So who has the most idols? Um and then the second and the third point were based on holding the zones, but the zones were then dictated by the direction the idols were facing. So it's a little bit of a trap. You could, see, if you could I win see. the first scenario point by just turning the center idol and not turning the others, then the other, then the two zones remained neutral for the rest of the game. Um, and so you could win the first point by just turning the central one. Um, but I think I won that first point on turning the central one, and then I turned one of the zone idols just to be absolutely certain. I don't think I really needed to do that. Um, I think I could have won it just on turning the center one. But because I then made one of the zones I, mine, it meant he was scoring higher by being in that zone. So then the positioning on the last couple of turns, because, yeah, we 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 didn't score turn five, we scored turn three. Um, meant I was like yeah on the back foot because I had to try and um, stop him from scoring that point. Whereas if I hadn't turned that zone, I could have quite easily made that a draw that point, which would have given me the win because I'd scored the first point. I think that's mm-hmm. how I remember it. Um, yeah, no, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's so what I yeah, my mission, my my mistake, I think, but you know, it's it you know he put me under under pressure and it was you know there was lots going on there were lots of combats i made a couple of other mistakes i i, I charged a buffalo into rin forgetting that she was tireless because i've been so oh, sort of, yeah you know pra- practiced on just grinding stuff down um throughout the day and i didn't need to i could have you know blocked her off or or you know um used the buffalo to take out a different ninja uh, so i kind of threw a buffalo away in that combat um yeah, but it was genuinely, you know, really good game. It was, it was hard for, you know, we. I think we both made a couple of mistakes, but he did use them really well, used the ninja really well. And like I say, great guy to play against. So finished on a draw, 
which put me in third place. So tournament awesome. podium finish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. That's yeah. Yeah. That really and, is uh, good. And like like uh, I say, had I not made those mistakes, it's like I could have got three wins. Like who'd have thought it? You probably so, could have got more out yeah. of your first couple of games if you managed to get deeper into the rounds as well. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I, so I walked away from the tournament feeling like, you know, um, the, the list did most of the heavy lifting for me. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think I piloted it, piloted it badly, but I think I, I, I could have done better with more practice. There are a few mistakes that I'd spotted that could have been, you know, game winning sort of different plays that I could have made, you know, um, it's a really, really strong list if you know what you're doing with it. Not not easy to pilot necessarily, but you know, not not massively you, complex either. Do you have a um, MVP? The I the, the buffalo. The, well, two two buffalo. Um, yeah, having, having to having <laughs> to really it. helps. Um, I mean, traps traps are phenomenal. Um, the uh, so something that's a little bit more subtle, I guess, that is really useful is the the Bastion's theme benefit that lets you pop. So it's it's combined. With the Virtue tokens let you do it as well. Um, so you can give models fearless, um, and uh, the, uh, the 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 theme benefit lets you basically just pop it at any point and say okay everyone's fearless now all my villagers are fearless so there are a couple of times where you kind of um you know somebody wants to frighten a model or frighten a couple of models and you and you just feel like okay that's not something i want it's it's you know i'm going to lose peasants and you just go bang no they're all fearless now is uh it's quite useful and that that worked quite nicely on a couple of occasions um so yeah, I just think you know the Bastions list has so much going on that that is all like it almost feels like a nice warm comfort blanket. You know, it's like you want to do that now. I've got a little, I've got a little thing that can that can soften the blow there. You know, I've got a little thing that will deal with that. It's got a lot of solutions, hasn't it? It's has like, a lot of solutions. Yeah. Yeah. If you need something, you can look on the back of the card like, oh, okay, light footed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I need to get rid of states. Oh, okay, this guy does. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I always like a little bit of healing, a little bit of state removal. Uh, actually, talking of which, you, you did take Harmony Reflection, I noticed. Um, did that, that I, you haven't mentioned that one, I don't think. So, did it not, just didn't come up to, in the games? It, um, I think that, that it, it didn't use its its purpose for being there. It was there to um, protect me from like control and stuff. And things that I really didn't want to, yeah. you know, pose key feats I didn't want to happen. But there weren't any that that got off that had an opportunity to actually damage me. So in all three games, I think I just used the cami as an extra roadblock, as an extra activation stripper. Um, yeah, I think he did. Um, he, I think he put a few wounds on a Buto in combat because he got like a rear charge off or something and uh, on a tireless. Oh, he's, and he's, he's sharp. You know, and, <laughs> and yeah, when, you know, um, you know, roll, roll dice in attack. And cause I, you know, it was just, what, what can I do here? And I think I rolled well and he rolled poorly. Um, so yeah, he, he, he did bits and pieces here and there, but um, wasn't, I, I, I don't know. I'd still keep him in list, I think, because, you know, control is a, is a threat. 
Uh, well, you do have a way of dealing with it. Um, with your, uh, I mean, you do have a way, don't you, dealing with it? But it's quite uh, restricted, I guess, because um, you got one person who can remove states instead of healing. One uh, cleansing, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it removes control. Um, I think I think um, I'd have to check. So I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I mean the list is 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 not the worst at suffering from that. I I just have you know, like PTSD about you know Craig's control heavy yeah, list. Yeah, like you know I I I don't like yeah everything that I was doing to my opponents basically. Said, oh, you want to move? No, you can't. You're in a trap. Sorry about that. <laughs> you, know, you want to do this? No, no, you can't. Um, that's how you know. I, I've only been on the receiving end of that, I guess, with with sort of heavy control. It's like I've, I've brought a list and I want it to yeah. do something, and it can't do anything, and I find that really frustrating. So that's why I put the, the county on the list. But I didn't come up against. Have a, for, for, for like a third episode where I talk to all the uh, trap survival um, victims. <laughs> that <I guess> like. <laughs> Your last podcast, Craig, saying you know that's how that's how you enjoy playing, right? You like to debuff and shut <laughs> like your to, down and I stuff. Like I'm like, oh, doesn't yeah. feel good, man. Well, I, I try to <laughs> yeah. limit the amount of actual control I do because that's that's the one that that's the bit that normally uh, <laughs> gets you good. So this is a, yeah. So my list was relatively you know it was it's not the worst list I've got going in terms of uh, direct oh. control. <laughs> There's, <laughs> there are much worse that guys have to uh, endure, but I didn't want to take that to my first uh, tournament. It's interesting about the um, Kami reflection though, because you did have a matchup. The Yuta is a classic one where the, um, I imagine that would be very good to um, to use it, the Kami reflection in that matchup. But I guess it just with the witches not being able to move, it just, it just never really yeah, they didn't, came up. I guess they didn't get close enough to do anything. Um, and in fact, there was the, um, so they had, and I can't, it was a month ago. And like I said, I've only played the list once. There was a, um, an event card that they had that put frightened on all my models. Oh so yeah. That came yeah, up and we, yeah. had, we had to work out the interaction there. So he had the, he could play this event and frighten everybody, but then I could pop my theme yep. benefit and make everybody fearless. So that was, okay. that was one yeah. of one of the powerful things that he had because what um, there was a there was a synergy there where he made everybody frightened and then he got extra key yeah like one extra key for yeah. everybody yeah. yeah yeah uh, but yeah I was able to just just stop that yeah because um, what what is I guess so you'd have to check the wording on what your theme does um, yeah. d- does it make you immune to fear. Uh, makes you fearless, yeah. Which means if you are already frightened, you lose the frightened state. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But, I mean, we we called a judge over just to just to double check that we got the timing steps right on that one. It's like you know, will will he actually get the benefit of this, or can I just auto shut it down? And the decision was, yeah, it's yep. like my my theme benefit overrode what he could do. That I could always whether I played it first or second didn't really. Yeah, Matt, he he couldn't benefit from his. So yeah, it was a it was the nail in the coffin okay. in terms of how bad that matchup was for him. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not really something. Right? Yeah, you think oh, a load of key one models. I'll oh, scare these guys, but not 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 gonna happen. <laughs> so, not the presence, uh, no. Yeah, currently, yeah, 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 no, the, 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 the Kami reflection didn't really come into play, but it was it was nice to okay, have him there as a bit of insurance, you know. 
Cool. All right, then. Well, Craig, uh, do you want to talk about your last game? Yeah, sure. Um, so this was against the Minamoto list, which um, Adam quite liked. Um, one of our, one of, uh, our, our kind of uh, regular players. Um, it was a very tough five model uh, Minamoto list. Uh, very much focused on just being, you know, almost impossible to kill. Um, we we sort of went through the scenario. It was a tricky one, but I think the the trick is basically you want to turn the center scenario uh, objective to your side, and then the two zones are neutral. So a few people did talk about this on Discord before the events to sort of try to help ease you into it because it is it is a tricky one. I think it is very hard to win the second second and third point if you turn one of the uh, one one of the sides scenario objectives because then the zones become friendly um, for you. So even if you hold it, you don't get as much, and it's it's more points for them if they get it because it's an, an enemy zone. So then it becomes very um, uh, it it becomes very uneven how to score points for the next two objective uh next two next two turns um or scoring turns so um we got through most of this game actually which was good um so we were we seemed to be getting quicker throughout the day um and it was a pretty tight game um i think i got some good tsunamis off that kind of repositioned a lot of the army because it was pretty obvious or warband it was pretty obvious that i wasn't going to do huge amounts of damage um to to his guys but um i did reposition them a bunch of times uh so that that was good um i think um had a pretty good matchup with the water kami and ashinaga tanaga they were holding their own really well in the zones so that was uh, surprisingly good to see how well they um they they managed to handle themselves um i think its army was pretty good just proning uh people and um yeah it was it, it was it was all going well but then uh, it's probably just they like we were saying we were quite tired at that point. I think I probably misplaced a few few uh, models and and lost a few support models, um, and uh, then things kind of like got a bit tighter again. So it sort of felt like I was in a bit of a uh, you know the driving seat, and then things suddenly got like whoa, uh, it's it's not not quite the same once you lose like this army or something. You definitely kind of uh, suddenly are more exposed. So yeah, I think it was a it was a, it was a draw. Uh, it felt like a draw from the game, but really good um, game, good fun. I was kind of surprised to be honest because I didn't think Bushido was a game you would draw very often, and I managed to go and get two draws in the event. Um, I was glad I didn't lose any, um, but you know that that felt like a bit of an achievement. So, so what you're saying, well, you were undefeated the whole day. <laughs> in a weird way, you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> but it felt, it felt it felt good not to uh, drop a game, but. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, you know we're going into it. You you really um, you know you you just don't know what to expect. Um, but I was just really pleased to have three really good games, um, pretty competitive but really friendly at the same time, and just a really good laugh. And probably because we haven't got out a lot lately, um, we did we did seem to um, uh, yeah have a, have a really good time and sort of you know. Yeah, quite a lot of jokes. Um, so much so that we bought tickets for the Grand Masters, haven't we? Yeah, we were so convinced that this is what we like to spend our time oh, really? doing. That we, uh, we've, yeah, so we've yeah, I, I, 
I, I did know about Craig, but I didn't know about you, Gav. <laughs> the, the question is, like, do I do I take the the utterly broken, filthy peasants and like actually like go and try and do well in the tournament? But then that wouldn't necessarily prove anything, right? It's like if I take another list, something completely different, and do well, then that proves I'm an well, all, I'm just the awesome player that everybody thinks I am. Right? You've, you've, you've <laughs> got you got you got it's like ah, it's just riding off the, <laughs> off the broken list. You, you yeah, got, you got to manage that um, time. And you've got a lot of models, so there there is a kind of yeah debuff that way. I could take ninja, yeah, might be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you do you, did you think that the what what do you think was the like not not to go off too much time here, but what what actually do you think w- will help you speed up when you go to the masters? Like, obviously, timing seems to be a problem that everyone had, not just yourselves, but yeah, um, I I don't I I think I could, possibly could have played. A, a, a little bit quicker with just a little bit less kind of chat. Um, yeah. I don't think I played slower than my opponents. Um, the Silver Moon player, actually, the, my second player, he was he was really quick and he seemed to be kind of just actually driving the game forward quite a lot. Um, yeah. Okay. Almost like, and I think a couple of mistakes that he made were because he was like playing almost a little bit too fast, loose. Um, but. Yeah, I think I just need to practice a little bit with with the chess clocks and um, see how it goes. Yeah, because I got a t- I've got a tournament coming up in February. Um, not going to um, the Masters just yet, as it's a bit of a track away, but uh, we'll see. Um, but um, I have considered whether like setting up a setting up a game and just knowing what my first two turns will probably be, just sort of, or at least the first turn, just trying to get into the game at a quick pace and then tr- I don't know just thinking of ways to try and you know reduce that, that that's what you guys of, were mocking uh, me for when fly. I said I, uh, I I did some dry run games and you guys mocked me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that is a good point Darren that, that so the peasant list um there's there is like an engine that you that you set up so um Hisoka yeah. with his uh snare um yeah ideally you want to be giving him uh, the buffalo give out an extra key a turn. So if they okay. both give their key to Hisoka, he's then on four key each turn generated. Um, and then yep. if Ashinaga Tanaga is within three inches of him, he's got Believer. So he's then kicking out Snare on one key. Uh, yep. um, so he can then fire out four Snares a turn. But that requires you to have models in the right place. Um, and that, and yep. kicking out that Snare is really important for how your list works. So because you're aware of how that engine works, it really helps you to know, okay, here's where I'm deploying my models. Here's where I want them to move in the first couple of turns. That yeah. speeds things up quite a lot. And then it's, it's the other peripheral models that you've got a little bit more flexibility based on the scenario you want to, you know, deal with. Yeah. And that doesn't, yeah, so that makes sense, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that, that little kind of formation doesn't, doesn't stay there for the whole game because your Buffalo is going to be running off and attacking stuff and, Ashinaga Tanaga again is like fantastic. Like he he did a lot of work with his harpoon and um, getting a couple of nice charges off and stuff. Okay, so that, that's interesting though. So you, it's good to have something that you're aiming for straight away that you know that your first couple of moves are trying to set up that combo so you can get the snares off uh, reliably. Yeah. Or it gives you your anyway. um, gives you your base essentially that you play the game around or your bastion perhaps. <laughs> gives you the bastion of your mountain if you want to uh, yeah, play around you've and, been sitting on think, that one haven't you 
Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that down a month ago and was like, I'm waiting for this podcast. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's that's the tournament. I'm very, very happy with a, with a third place finish. That's a phenomenal uh, it's pretty good. ending. And Craig, what was you, about fifth or? I think I think I was six, which I was, six. I think okay. that's right. I think that's right, um, which I was quite happy with. Um, I would like to, if I was, if I could have sneaked in a little win at the end, that would have been good. Oh no! I maybe I was fifth actually. Yeah, looks like fifth. Interestingly, yeah. I mean, um, I... so the uh, the winner first place was Tengu list, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, which I, that was that was the one list that I didn't want to face uh, because it's a it's like a hard counter to my stuff. It's like all all of my my traps. The traps don't really work that well. Don't, don't yeah. work on Cloudwalk. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that would have made. He, he's my got life one person, I think, that you could t- uh, the the the, um, the crane guy. I can't remember his name, but the, he runs rather than flies. So, uh, but your traps are not particularly efficient. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, you're not particularly effective. The animal trap, I think, would make him take a key test on two dice, and the other. No, I don't one... think any of them because they've all got cloud walk, right? He and has one's more like no, a road he... runner. Doesn't fly, yeah, runs yeah, around. All except one yeah. model, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and he's far, he's got movement five still, so the rope trap won't do much. And the other animal mm-hmm. trap is going to be mate and maybe so. And snare is doesn't work either really uh, very effectively. Yeah. He, he, you know, so yeah, they pretty much ignore most of your traps um, to a large degree. Um, apart from one model who who doesn't care too much either. So so yeah, yeah. it's interesting actually. Um, Maybe I should get back to Tengu. That, you know, I'm, I'm there, you know, <laughs> talking about how broken the peasant list is, whereas actually the, yeah. the list that won the tournament would have also battered me, I think. So, uh, mm, would have been know, interesting. Maybe, it would have been interesting. Would have been, well, would have been an interesting <laughs> matchup well, for sure. I, I think. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know what if you guys got to, to hear anything about the Tengu list. I, I, I had a look at it, and it was uh, not quite what I was expecting. Uh, kind of like a more. Um, some decent combat fighters actually in the list, but I, I think that whole um, just goes to show how good move mobility is in Bushido, and that's what that list is paying for. But it goes a long way. It also means that certain tricks don't work against you. Um, it's pretty impactful, actually. It's another one of those lists that I've not really played against. So, kind of on paper, it looks mm. like it's it would do well against my peasants. Certainly, I think on paper, but I not I I can't say unless I've played against it really. Sure, it it looks like it will play to the mission very well, and I think that's all you need to do to win the game. So, um, yeah, exactly. I can see see why it did well. Um, but I, I I my experience with Tengu is has definitely been they're very good as long as you're on form, quite unforgiving, but uh, you know they can be pretty good um, at the same time. So, um, yeah, so you guys enjoyed your first Bushido tournament by Sounds but Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I think so. Should should flag as well, it was run really well. Yeah, really well. Um, so okay. the guys the guys that managed it, you know, they provided all the terrain. All the terrain was nice, you know, objectives. You know, it was, it was well kind of organized in terms of timings and stuff. And, you know, they were available for kind of rules questions and, just just really it was it was just a lovely kind of calm 
well-ordered and organized experience so um you know i've been enough been to enough tournaments that haven't gone off that smoothly that you know it kind of was stand out you know good yeah so i'd, I'd recommend what what is, is it a club craig that we went to um i think i think quite a few of them were from the portsmouth club um or or kind of there was there were, and there were a few people from um from another club so it, it felt like there was kind of a, a, a few there but uh i don't anyway, Port, portsmouth yeah. bushido tournaments if you get a chance yeah. to go to one highly recommended well i've, I've yeah, uh, I actually have one coming up in february so yeah. i'll if, be dipping my toe in then yeah Fantastic. i haven't decided on a list yet but um yeah we'll see you got some peasants haven't you darren yeah, I'll like, just go and buy some peasants. So I was like, you just got... get fair place. So. Yeah, you just got the. Uh... They're, they're all yeah. Yeah. You Take just went for monks. Yeah. yeah, missed out. Uh, uh, I am thinking but... about going for monks. Um, yeah, shisha monks. Um, maybe some foxes. You know that sort of temple guardian style list. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's certainly yeah. something that I'm looking at getting on the table and getting some practice in with. I think that's another potentially very strong list. I think I think for me, part of it is going to be having something that isn't too hard to pilot on the day. I think um, I'd love to give Tengu a go, but I think there <laughs> the analysis paralysis might come in. So I think I need something a little bit bit easier going. For, for me anyway yeah yeah it's definitely a factor i mean I, I really like the blood brothers and how they play and stuff but i think it's you need to play with them a lot to kind of get all of that positioning and the synergies in in place i don't know maybe yeah. maybe not maybe it'll click after a couple of games but i've kind of i, I need to I've... take a leaf out of craig's book and just set them up on the table and play against myself <laughs> yeah um, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love their, their team and the way yeah. they work and all that stuff and i'd like to yeah. play more games so i don't know whether they're strong tournament style um they, they just seem like yeah. they'd be fun to spend the day the, playing with right? yeah they, they want my experience is when they're when it's me. going good they're they they tend to do really good, um, but once you start losing one or even two, then it gets it, you know, it goes downhill quite quickly. So um, I don't yeah, know if that's so. how that would work in a tournament, but it seems like you know you probably win big when when you do win, and and perhaps you have to take mm. some um, some losses when when it doesn't go well. But they there's certainly maybe that's the challenge then is finding a build where interesting. You know, they're, they're resilient. Yeah, the other stuff that you take. Cause it, it, yeah, because you've got over half of the list once you've got them, and it's like, what what's going to kind of make them be able to perform to their to their best? You know, how how do you get the rest out uh, the best out of them? But hey, lots of options, cool. and there's a couple of new releases as well. There's the the, the new uh, rifleman for Jung. There's the new ninja. Yep. Um, that I think I'm going to be. Um, I don't think I bought them for myself for Christmas. So by the time they've got the next tournament rolls around, there's a couple of new profiles to throw in there and think, oh, okay. yeah, what could I do with that? Do you, do you guys have any idea what you, you, I guess you've got a bit of speculation on what you might take to the next tournament, but um, anything in particular? Certainly nothing solid. I mean, the, the so the peasants is always an option, right? If I, if I find myself, like in a similar position to this last tournament where I've had no practice um, and I don't want to just go and lose all my games, then I might just rerun the peasant list again. Um, it is a mm -hmm. tournament. So, 
you know, I wouldn't feel too bad about taking something that is quite strong. Um, my yeah, no, I think that's perfectly to, reasonable. My preference would be to find something completely different. Um, so I've got all the jung, and I'd, you know, maybe would lean into that and do something. In, what I'd love to do is something interesting, a bit off the wall, like a crab list or something that not everybody would take. Oh, yeah. But yeah. be able to get in enough games where I know how to pilot it really well. I'm not sure that's possible in the time frame. Yeah, it's so a bit tricky. We'll, we'll see. Or, or ninja. Like, I'd love to go with a ninja list and, you know, know what it does and, and be confident about that. <laughs> well, that, that's one way to find out. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. You, so, I don't know. Gonna... It all depends on the amount of games I get in beforehand and the practice. So, you, lots of options you, there. But Do you think you're going to change your, uh, your list build with the time limit in mind or are you just sort of you know i build the list and then i work out you know i'm just going to play fast and and you know just going to be exam conditions kind of thing i think it does it does limit um certain certain selections for example i think the second strongest list that i've used would be the the akari akusa machine uh where you've got master akusa there he's doing all of his channel and leech you've got a, a, a buffalo or two in there so they're great and then master akari is just like doing like seven activations a turn sort of thing and a couple of other models yeah. of taste that's really strong but takes a lot of concentration and and your positioning and your synergies it's like it is really difficult to manage so i think i wouldn't take that in a timed environment um it would just be too too easy to make a mistake and and let your machine break down so there's certain lists like that that'll be like ah okay based on the the clock thing it's probably not the best idea um but i don't know lots to think about for sure yeah God. yeah it's Bushido. yeah like, uh, it's, I guess it's, that's it's, the it's, exciting it's, thing there's yeah. there's it's like as the tournament showed that it did, there's no like um I guess there's not really a defined meta or like lists that are doing particularly well. It gives, it builds like a lot of different ideas, different player skills, and the missions make a big difference. And so uh, it's quite quite good for the game, I think. Uh, Craig, any ideas what you might take to the next tournament? Um, uh, I'm I'm looking at Savage Wave at the moment. I I have kind of redrafted the the, um, the young Ryujin list. Um, like, yeah, I should probably say Ryujin was obviously the sort of star player for me. Um, he just did really well. I thought all day, but um, yeah, a few, few of the other models did really well. How many tsunamis did he get off? Do you know? Um, Roughly how many do you reckon? Probably four, maybe five. So I didn't didn't go in like too he- you know too heavy on that. I was that's still quite how a lot. Many people, how many people did he bite in half? That's his kill count. Not, not, not that many, actually. He, he tended to do the damage from range, but um, yeah, he was just good, generally looking scary and you know, controlling the battle through uh, for, for various means. But yeah, um, I, yeah, so I'm looking at Savage Wave a bit at the moment and um, going back to a build that I kind of had in the can anyway, but just didn't have the practice with because I think we basically we only had like that one practice game didn't we gav in the end and we didn't manage to get the second one in i think last time we, we were hoping to get a bit more in so and then obviously we had a few kind of test games and stuff but it's been a bit um yeah it's been a bit hard to get games in and it might not be getting any easier going forward so um that is a bit of a constraint if you like when you're building your list and um, think about what you want to play because i think if you 
if you go into an event you want, be pretty familiar with your list anyway, a uh, timed event and the Masters doubly so, because I think you sort of need to know um, your list pretty pretty well. Uh, you don't want to spend too much time kind of trying to figure stuff yeah. out on the spot or uh, have too I many I would actually say that's... Queries. That's a quite a big point actually you made there. Like knowing your list well is going to really help. That's, that's definitely a consideration I would make as well. Like... Um, I mean, don't let it necessarily put you off of like you know trying ninjas for the first time or something, <laughs> but, but you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's it's a fair point that if you if you did, let's say uh, Gav, you took the peasant list again, you yeah. kind of know that oh, you got some experience on your belt now in a tournament situation as well. It's gonna be easier to take that and get within the time limit as well, as well okay. as do just well better in general, you know. Yeah, I, I I feel comfortable that I've got an option that I would I would be comfortable taking. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be looking at other stuff. I'd rather take something else, but I've got something to fall back on, so I'm not going to stress too much about it. Is my position? Yeah, I'm similar. I sort of think cool. like this. I'd probably tweak it a little bit because there's a few different models that I'm quite keen to try out, um, and. Uh, that would be good to go if I if I wanted to use that, but um, yeah, I may may get enough, well, hopefully enough practicing with um, another list that I, I'll be able to take. Yeah, I do wonder whether people will um, adjust their list to fit, um, or whether they'll just work with the time. I actually think the time will be fine. I think if everyone knows what the deal is and um, that you're there to kind of you've got to get through your um, your your turns in the time allocated. I think that's fine. You've got that kind of, you know, that understanding from the outset. You probably will limit a bit of small talk would be a bit of a shame because I've really enjoyed, um, you know, the, the friendly chats at the start of the game and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But then you that, will get through those games and that will be quite nice as well to definitely know yeah, yeah how things should... I mean, if, if you don't, then you just get... Um, I, I think just, you just lose, basically. So uh, if you run out of time... It's a, you it's a, real, it's a real difficult one. Yeah, it's a real difficult one, you know, um, getting that balance right. I, I guess normally with these events, you um, hope you hopefully will go out for maybe some food or something afterwards with with people, and maybe you can chat then. Um, yeah, that that's that's the hope. So hopefully it will ways. kind of balance out that yeah. way. I think we're we're yeah. gonna because it's Manchester, right? We'll go out yeah. the night before, so yeah, try and meet up with some people maybe and. Mm. Yeah, there's a few people that seem too many. keen to, to to do something yeah. like that. So yeah, hopefully we'll get kind of the best of both worlds that way i think i think it is right to probably do something about the time just to make sure it's it's a it's fairly you know uh, everyone gets a fair go at it and gets a get their allocated time but you've got to probably have a bit of practice in i do anyway. i do think your list is a good um a good list to, to go like to try against when you're yeah is this list good enough for a tournament it's quite handy to to have a uh, a competitive list to kind of test it against. All oh, right. So when I'm playing against myself, like you're you're advocating that I set up the peasants across the board from myself to test just, myself. Just set your bastions list up and go. Can, can I? Can I? Do I stand a chance here? Yeah. yeah that, no, that's that's a fair. I mean, there's different lists that could be pretty good out there as well. But it is good to know that's a that's a good kind of like. You know, um, hurdle if you like for any new list like you know do i think this is going to be able to do well um at least now you know what a good list you've got a good list you know on the uh, i'll I'll be pissed if i take something different to the tournament and come up against a mirror of my list my peasant list and lose to it i'll be 
be like, you bastard. <laughs> Even though, you know, it's, it's, it's not my, I, I know, you know, plenty of people have come up with the same, same stuff. I, I'm not laying claim to designing it or anything. It's not, um, it's not a difficult kind of set of models to pull together and recognize that they work well together. Um, so yeah, is it the most obvious list in the game? Like in terms of putting a strong list together? The weird thing is, I think yeah. there's not like there's not like it really a meta right now, and there's been a few, only a few tournaments in the in the UK at least, and um, probably about three. And and every time there's been a different mix of lists, and they've been quite varied, and different lists have won it, different uh, factions. So that's that's quite healthy. But there's not really that kind of like there's just not the numbers of events at the moment to to get to the point where you you sort of seen things come through but i think historically there have been a few bills if you like um but because of because of the way things have gone between editions and uh and over time with um you know not being necessarily being able to get out to do tournaments it it sort of feels like um people are sort of rediscovering some of those lists if you like some of those archetypes and do you know what i mean they're, they're sort of yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that comes through at the you know the Grand Masters where we sort of start to see the the sort of the 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 better known um, competitive list come through. Yes, I'm uh, looking forward to see if if you do decide to take your uh, Savage Wave list, that would be interesting. I think that's really strong. You don't like that list. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to talk about it. You know, you want to keep it under wraps potentially. But um, yeah, no, it's it's one of the hardest lists I've faced in terms of looking at it and going like, I actually, after the game, I, I don't know if I could have done anything differently and, and like, yeah, succeeded there. And even thinking about different lists I could have taken to do better against it, and I, I drew a bit of a blank there. So yeah, it looks good. Get some oh, practice into that. Get some okay. practice. You might find you might find there's a counter to it that's you know. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it definitely gives me food for thought. The time limit. I think I can easily get the games done in that time limit if I know that's the deal. Um, but I think you you will have to just um, be pretty focused. Just like you know, exam conditions, kind of. Um, yeah. Just just. Know, know what you're in for and get on with it um and yeah uh I, I think it probably will make me take a slightly more compact list rather than you know i, I might still try to field a big horde back mono but uh <laughs> um i'd have to make sure i can play that pretty quickly if i'm going to do that anyway i'll do on it yeah i think, I think that's so. i think that's good Cool. Well, thanks very much for sharing what happened. It was sounds like you had a good time and sounds like you learned a lot. Um, great to see people playing in the tournament. So, um, yeah, Ho- hopefully hopefully everyone had a good time, even against the peasants. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, I've forgiven so, myself. It's taken a month, but I've, I've forgiven myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why it took so long to get this recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, well, thank you so very much for everyone for listening, and uh, we'll I'm sure we'll be back soon with some more tournament updates after uh, the Masters. Uh, maybe even another um, list um, talk through beforehand. We'll see how uh, close to the chest uh, 
you two want to keep your list. They're going to be. Well, we uh, can record it. We don't need to release it before the tournament, do we? True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. that'd be a good idea. Let's do that. Cool. All right then. Um, brilliant. Well, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch you on the next one. Cheers, all. Thanks. Bye.